Welcome to the Association of Schools Advancing Health Professions, a leading source for interprofessional collaboration to improve health. Useful insights about publishing in this organization's Journal of Allied Health can be found in a top podcast series featuring episodes narrated by its editor, Dr. Thomas Elwood. Listeners not only will obtain valuable information about transformational developments in the wider world of journal publications, but also views on peer review and reasons why manuscripts either are accepted or rejected. So listen, learn, and enjoy. Welcome to a series of podcasts based on editorials that were published between 2008 and 2020 in the Journal of Allied Health. These items are a companion piece to a book in both print and ebook formats that is entitled From Fish to Philosopher. The editorials represent an effort to convey how the journal continues to evolve from one quarterly issue to the next by reflecting changing sets of circumstances during that time period. The intended audience consists of prospective authors who consider submitting manuscripts to the Journal of Allied Health. They will have an opportunity to learn about some inner workings of this publication. A second group comprises readers and listeners with a broad interest in the universe of professional periodicals who may benefit by learning more about various topics such as open access, impact factors, gender-related issues, predatory journals, and replicability. Episode 21, Spring 2014 Issue. Some Reflections on Peer Review. The Journal of Allied Health is similar to other publications insofar as submitted manuscripts undergo peer review. As of February 2014, a panel of 210 reviewers has been assembled for this purpose. Typically, for any given article, three reviewers are assigned. Some journals have a policy of inviting authors to recommend the names of reviewers. If these individuals are selected, an issue worth pondering is whether the aim of conducting a blind review is compromised in any way. Given that colleagues may be familiar with each other's work, it is conceivable that a reviewer will be able to identify the author. Nevertheless, As long as the assessment is conducted without bias, the process should function satisfactorily. For the Journal of Allied Health, authors are not requested to suggest the names of reviewers. Instead, an effort is made to match the content of a given manuscript with the interests and expertise of reviewers. An audience of journal editors from all over the world gathered in September 2013 for the 7th International Congress on Peer Review and Biomedical Publication. According to one speaker, most results in clinical research are false positives or substantially exaggerated. This negative assessment of the peer-reviewed literature was one of many reminders that the field of biomedical publishing remains a work in progress nearly two and a half decades after meeting organizers launched the Peer Review Congress to promote research into the field and hold one another accountable. Such robust criticism continued throughout the 2013 meeting, with researchers and journal editors presenting evidence of bias, failure to publish results or report author conflicts of interest, and sloppy or inaccurate reporting of results. The topic of peer review calls to mind a learned tome by Thomas Kuhn 
that bears the title, The Structure of Scientific Revolutions. An Emeritus Professor of Linguistics and Philosophy at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology until his death in 1996, his focus in that book was on the process of discovery. He examined how a paradigm, an accepted model or pattern, can affect the structure of what is investigated in a given field of scientific inquiry. It has the power to force research into a relatively inflexible box that the paradigm supplies. Phenomena that do not fit the box often go unrecognized. Once acquired, a paradigm is a criterion for choosing problems that can be assumed to have solutions. To a great extent, they are the only problems that the research community will admit as scientific or encourage its members to undertake. The National Institutes of Health invests billions of dollars each year in biomedical research. Despite long-standing tradition and affirmations, as currently practiced, the ability of peer review is being called into question. For example, an analysis was done of the citation record of papers generated by 1,492 investigator-initiated de novo R01 grant applications funded by the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute between 2001 and 2008. No clear association was found between percentile ranking and outcomes. Projects with the poorest priority scores from reviewers garnered just as many citations and publications as those with the best scores, which was the case even though low-scoring researchers had been given less money than their top-rated peers. Hence, it would seem justified to examine peer review from the perspective of aiming to ensure that all funded endeavors produced the most significantly useful results. That process also could include the identification of proposals from emerging fields while simultaneously placing less emphasis on inquiries within a paradigm that no longer may be a salient. Concerns about the adequacy of the peer review process are not restricted to health. According to an analysis led by the U.S. National Institute of Standards and Technology, about one-third of papers submitted to five physical chemistry journals between 2003 and 2013 contained erroneous or incomplete data, which makes it arduous to replicate findings and also can lead to the production of poor regulatory decisions. The authors conclude that peer review does not have the capacity to evaluate the current flood of data. During a recent 18-month period, the Journal of Allied Health received 196 manuscripts. Not all were reviewed. One batch was rejected because the papers had nothing to do with the broad field of allied health. They were deemed more appropriate for periodicals involving other professions. Another group was discarded because of failure to pass quality control. For example, a blinded copy of each article is necessary, and some authors omitted to furnish one. As a concluding thought about peer review and its perceived imperfections, until a more effective alternative is devised, this journal will continue to rely on it. Four references appear in this editorial. First, the author is Kuhn, spelled K-U-E-H-N, striving for a more perfect peer review. Editors confront 
Strengths, Flaws of Biomedical Literature. That was in the Journal of the American Medical Association in 2013, and it's number 310 on pages 1781 to 1783. Second is Kuhn, K-U-H-N, The Structure of Scientific Revolutions. It's the University of Chicago Press, and that's published in 1962. Third, the lead author is Gordon, G-O-R-D-O-N. Publication of Trials Funded by the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute. It was in the New England Journal of Medicine in 2013, number 369, and the pages are 1926 to 1934. And fourth, Chirico is the lead author, spelled C-H-I-R-I-C-O, Improvement of Quality and Publication of Experimental Thermophysical Property Data, Challenges, Assessment Tools, Global Implementation, and Online Support. And that appeared in the Journal of Chemistry and Engineering Data in 2013, Volume 58, and it's on pages 2699 to 2716. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more about the Association of Schools Advancing Health Professions at ASAHP.org.